Hey everybody, welcome on into Wager Weekly. Damon Roberts with you. Glad you're in on a Thursday night, week four, kicking off tonight. Amazing to think it's already week four. We have one of the two remaining undefeated teams in the NFL on the card tonight. Interesting line movement in this game. We'll talk all about it. Let me welcome in the person who joins me at Wager Weekly each and every day. Of course, where new users can get seven free days of service just for signing up as a new user. That's right. Go to the homepage. You'll see it right there. And all new users, seven free days of service. You might get me. You might get Paul. You might get Stacy. But you'll get seven free days of somebody as a new user. All you have to do is sign up. Email, phone number, and you're in. Seven free days of service will start tonight. And you'll get the winner of this uh, Miami-Cincinnati game. Cincinnati, three and a half at home. Your over-under sits right now at 48 and a half. Obviously, Miami comes in undefeated at 3-0. Cincinnati uh, avoided going 0-3 with the win over the Jets. Let's talk about this game. Let me welcome in the one and only Mr. Paul Nolan, who joins me at WagerWeekly.com each and every day. Paul Nolan, how are you? Excellent, excellent. Good afternoon, my friend. Well, it's good to be with you. It's, hard. it's amazing that it's week four already. I mean, absolutely just the time flies so fast. Week four is here. We kick it off with another Thursday nighter. And let, let's just say this. The site-wide, site we have absolutely killed these single-game boards Monday nights, Thursday nights, Friday nights. And these single-game boards are nights where a lot of the average guy, obviously working all day, working every day, most people now working two jobs, trying to keep up. They have a hard time on these single-game boards on what to do. They wait close to game time, and most people just end up guessing. Yeah, well, you know what? The problem is there's so much information out there, and it's different than it used to be, right? People are so um, suffering from the paralysis by analysis, and they also get shell-shocked. You know, they, the average working guy's already getting his butt kicked. They don't have a lot of time to handicap. They're commuting. They're battling traffic. They're getting their daughter to soccer and dance, and they're getting their you know boys to their sporting events, and they're still trying to be a good husband. But the commutes, the working uh, week, it's a lot, man. To ask a guy to put the amount of hours needed in to beat uh, the sports betting market is very difficult because if you don't win out of the gate, your confidence gets kind of beat up a little bit. So for me, the average working guy, he'll win one, lose one, win one, lose one. Then he'll win, uh, you know, two. He'll step up and lose three or four in a row. And all of a sudden, he's, he can't just pull the trigger and be decisive. So um, it's this is a tough game. It's a tough it's a tough game. I mean, this is not for the faint of heart either. You know, we, we're putting in a lot of hours. I mean, yeah. bangs under my eyes. I'll tell you how many hours I put in. I'm, I'm at like 60 hours already this week from Sunday till now just with game film and, you know, break removing uh, like – plays that should have happened that didn't happen removing junk time i mean there's so much minutiae to dig through because the number that you see this final stat lines are always misleading yeah this is an interesting game tonight because obviously you have an undefeated miami team coming in you look at the big win off of buffalo last week and you know and when you just look at it on paper i don't know that on paper you'd be you'd really be able to tell who won the game i mean or or maybe you would and you would think it was buffalo obviously you look at miami they get outgained they really get outplayed if you look at the number of plays, obviously, Buffalo. Um, you look at the stats, they got outstatted, if that's a word. Yeah, um, well, it is now. Yeah, and but the only place they had more than anything was points. And, of course, that's the one that matters. So you look at this Miami team, you look at the everything surrounding that game. Guys on the field at the end of the game could barely walk. The heat of the game, everything that went into that game. 
Now you get Miami going on the road on a short week. And of course, that lets everybody in the betting public that I've talked to this week, that I've read this week, that I've looked at this week said what? Okay, big letdown spot, letdown spot, letdown spot. That's all I've heard this week for four days leading up to tonight is letdown spot for Miami. I understand it, but do you buy into it? Well, you know, you here's a perfect example. Last week, we had um, a very big bet on Miami. And I won't lie, there were times we felt like we're hanging on to a fraying rope. Like you hear like, you know, you're just like, oh, my God, something's going to give here. But what we really handicapped in that game was the dark blue uniforms, this big, strong, lumbering team that comes from a cool weather atmosphere, training in cool, dry uh, fall air, come down to oppressive, humid heat, cramping, uh, exhaustion on the sunny side of the football field. Those things factor in. These guys are not robots. This is not a video game. So one of the models I've always said is, you know, we're betting spots, not just teams. And last week was a perfect spot for Miami getting the white whale, their arch enemy, the team that's dominated them in their division. It was a perfect spot. Is Miami a better team than Buffalo? Absolutely not. And uh, did Josh Allen play uh, a yeoman effort? Did he give everything he had? Yeah, but he also had a bunch of plays where he threw it to the other team. Um, he held the ball forever, as you said. You know, there are times where you're like, what are you doing? And then, obviously, we, you know, we, we were yelling at the screen. Miami was all blitzing. And, like, they love to do. They love that cover zero. They love to just send the kitchen sink. They, at one point, I think they sent the water boy. I mean, they don't stop with the blitzes. And, you know, it started to wear, wear on them a little bit. And they got some studs back there. I mean, Xavier Howard is an absolute stud. I mean, he's a, he's a star. He's a star in this league. And, you know, I, I think it's, it's battling just a, a groin injury, though, battling a groin injury. And one of the yeah. things that we also should talk about tonight is and this is one of your big complaints, obviously, is the injuries uh, that the NFL puts out the injury list, what the Dolphins are dealing with as far as injuries. We should get to that as well. Yeah. Javon Holland to me, I was going to say he's an absolute he's going to be a household name. Um, I think the Miami did some nice things like they brought in uh, Melvin Ingram, who I thought was always I thought he was an underrated player, terrific pass rusher. He's older now. Uh, Trey Flowers, another great low cost addition to a defense, but older now. They had 90 defensive plays last week in absolutely brutal heat, and they fought with everything they had. There does have to be a physical letdown. There has to be a little mental letdown. In, in all honesty, I mean, People are saying it because this is the ultimate spot where a short week, you know, you go into a, you know, a, coming off the, t- you know, an arch rival white well, a Super Bowl type game for yourself uh, to really prove your legitimacy in this league for Miami and and Tua really showing what he's made of. I mean, the guy is just showing he'll play through battle scars and he'll lead. And obviously, there's all that question about was it his back? Was it for concussion? Was he wobbling? I've had a, I have a bunch of herniated discs. I've had my legs buckle on me from the bulging discs that have just froze my body. Um, but that looked a little more than just that to me. That did look like a guy who, you know took a knockout punch to the, when his head hit the turf. So how was his health? You know, that's a question. I mean, those lingering effects of concussions. I wish we can get better and a more honest, transparent answers from the NFL. How long were we doing this, 20 years? Yeah. Do you have in the last five years where I bitched and moaned like a little baby about the NFL injury reports, how they're just harder and harder to read through? So uh, there's, a lot, there's a lot to this game. There's a lot of layers to this game, and I've got seven pages of notes on it. Yeah. Um, the injuries obviously is right up there. Like you said, Tua dealing with, uh, obviously they say he's going to play, but dealing with the head, back, and ankle. You obviously have Jalen Waddle dealing with the groin. 
Um, you know, on the defensive side, the Dolphins have some issues, like we said. Byron Jones, uh, obviously already out. Xavier Howard battling the groin injury. Javon Holland limited with a sore neck this week in practice. So there are some things to look at. But let's go over to the Bengals. Obviously, Cincinnati avoids the 0-3. I see some people describe it as a great performance against the Jets. I mean, is there such a thing as a great performance against the Jets? I mean, I'm not exactly sure that's the way to characterize avoiding 0-3. Right team, you know? Yeah, I mean, okay, you beat the Jets. That's what you're supposed to do. Joking, we can do on the podcast. I know we're not on live radio, we have to be very careful. But to me, it's like you know, I remember like my buddy's dad, you say, Yeah, find yourself a nice practice girl after a heartbreak. Like, what does that mean, Mr. Ryder? You know, and you know, what I well, now I know what the hell it meant, but that's what the Jets are. I mean, don't get me wrong, they're playing better. The defense keeps showing some moxie, but boy, I mean, they did get after Burrow last week. He, he faced four, pressure on 40% of his dropbacks, only two sacks, though. Burrow is a guy who takes sacks. You know, kind of um, like all Daniel the time. Jones. Yeah. And that's you know, where I was getting to. A lot of them are on him. Yeah. I mean, that's where I was getting to this offensive line. We talked about it a lot last year here on the site. I don't know that they've gotten a whole lot better. Allowed, they've allowed 17 sacks and they've got 16 penalties in three games. Yeah. Well, I said early in the year, if you remember, you know, I, I, I believe in line continuity. I have. One of the metrics I use is how many uh, games in a row an offensive line plays together, um, what kind of unit they are, because it really is one living, breathing apparatus. It is, it, it, it's, it's like an anchor. You know, an anchor is only good if, if, if it's got both sides or if it's got its, you know, she have to hold the rope. Um, but I said it'll take week four, five, or six before that line starts to get some continuity. They're going to need it now. They're going to need it right now. Burrow can't keep taking the beating he takes, and he showed that he's willing to get the ball out of his hands quicker. Now, the one thing I want to say about Burrow is, and by the way, we should mention a key injury for Cincinnati. DJ Reader is like the heart and soul of that defense, and, you know, he, he's so important um, – to that uh, that defensive line, so he's out as well for Cincy. So, uh, but I think that um, this is where Cincinnati is purely desperate. This season is essentially on the line. They win this game, they're right back in the mix of it. The AFC is uh, taking a beating already. You've seen a lot of teams that are already looking worse. The whole AFC West that we thought was going to have they possibly three playoff teams is already looking like a disaster. So this is wide open here. They have to win this game. And Miami, with all due respect, can have a little bit of a mental subconscious relaxation mode because, you know, they have the Jets on deck the following week. You know, they go on this short week. They have 10 days to prepare prepare for the Jets. They can get themselves right back on track against the team they really own. And um, and I, I don't I wouldn't I really wouldn't be surprised if the system that they run defensively, this cover zero, the blitzes, Burrow's great against the blitz, not, not this year so far, but in his career, he's been terrific. And, you know, he's eaten up these kind of defenses. He struggled with cover two uh, when he faced it. So the fact that he won't face that tonight, I do think this plays into a spot that if this is on a neutral field, I would say it'd be a pick em game, maybe the Bengals of minus one. Um, but I do feel as though um, right now that uh, this is the spot where we have a desperate team versus a team that can legitimately relax a little bit. So I am definitely leading Bengals. I cannot stand the three in the hook. So I'm a guy who will buy three and a half uh, to three. It's a, to me, it's a prime spot to buy. I don't mind playing the extra lumber. Uh, I think it's worth it in this case. So this line obviously opened one, uh, has now moved to three, moved th- through the key number, like you said, in a lot of places at three and a half. 
So, I mean, when that does it bother you that it's seemingly, again, the kind of the letdown spot from Miami, seemingly everyone lining up behind that narrative? Or do you think that this is just sharp money guys who took it from one to four? We've seen it come back now. It's going to settle in at like three, three and a half. Like you said, if you're going to play the side, if you are going to play Cincinnati, you would buy it to three if you have to, unless you can find a three out there. Uh, that all that initial money from one to four, does that worry you that it's public money at all? Or do you feel that that sharp money buying into the, this is definitely a letdown spot? Well, it looks like the public is about 50-50 on this one. So for me, I'm not really too overly worried about that. I, You know, we did get a small piece on it early. I, I mean, I, I made a mistake when I only put a, a very small bet on, you know, Cincinnati on Monday and I missed it. I missed the boat. I chickened out. I didn't have it. I didn't have the gumption. So I, I get what I deserve here. I would love to have a chance in the middle right now, but no, I'm, I, I think smart money is playing a desperate team that let's be honest. I mean, Cincinnati was the worst Super Bowl. Like they're not, they were not a team that really, they were not a top five team in the league when they got to the Super Bowl. I know I'm going to upset, you know, our Cincinnati audience, which is awesome, but they kind of, you know, uh, I don't want to say locked their way, but they were very fortunate uh, the path they took to the Super Bowl uh, last year. And I, I just don't see them as a dominant team. And, you know, I love Chase and I love Higgins and Boyd. I mean, it's outstanding. Burrow's going to be great. The defense has played well, but who've they played really? I like the situation they're in tonight. I think this is a good spot, but I think Miami will also be a good value next week if they lose on national TV tonight. All right, there you go. There's your Thursday night breakdown again. Miami, Cincinnati. Everybody on the site is locked and loaded with plays on this game. Totals, props, sides. For me, myself, my 100 dime max wager all in best bet. Number three in a row. We go for number three on Thursday night. I've won the last two Thursday nights. I've won all three Monday nights. Single game boards on the site, I'll just speak for everybody because I can, have absolutely been on fire. And again, as a new user, you can get seven days of service absolutely free going to wager weekly or you can scan the code that's on your screen right now take your mobile device you can scan the code that's on your screen right now and get seven free days of service just for signing up as a new user or you can register at the site as a new user and get the exact same thing and best part about it is the plays will come right to your phone or you can log in each and every day and read the plays and the analysis right in your account on the site wagerweekly.com all right guys enjoy your thursday night game for paul nolan i'm damon roberts and we'll see you each and every day over at wagerweekly.com.